The Ticket Radio Network. Let's go to work, bro. This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. everybody feeling on a Tuesday? Hope you're all settled in for a couple of hours. That's what we've got to kill today on the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for tuning in on the Tickets Radio Network. Multiple places. Multiple places on your radio dial, but also online at 953theticket.com. You can take us with you on the go by downloading the TuneIn app and searching for KNEA. One of those days, I'll, one of these days I'll quit nagging you about that, but uh, today... Not that day. Uh, reminder that uh, it's always easy to get a hold of us. You can call in at 930-3776 on the Ritter Communications Hotline. And, of course, you can reach us on social media, facebook.com slash theticketradio, and on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. You can find today's KavanaughCars.com question by looking for the hashtag WDRZ. I am Kara Ritchie. I'm joined in studio by producer Kate Carlton. Good afternoon. So uh, I guess everybody's present and accounted for and uh, happy fun times ahead is what we've got for the next couple of hours. Uh, do you want to give you a heads up on uh, the, the programming today? Typically on Tuesdays, we are joined by Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. He always comes and hangs out with us at 1.30, chats with us in studio for a little bit. He's not going to be able to make it by today. However, we do anticipate being able to catch up with him on Thursday, so... Not canceled, just postponed. And yes, there is a big difference between those two words. A lot of you probably aware of that with all of the weather going on in these multiple different conference tournaments. They're not canceled. They're just postponed. Yeah. Uh, just like our conversation with Matt Stoltz. I, I don't want to question his motives, but the Mavs are down 3-0. They face elimination tonight. I'm kind. I'm kind of wondering about the reasons for a rescheduling. Again, I'm not trying to be judgmental, but you I know. did hear him say this morning the Mavs are going to win four in a row. Oh, di- okay. Yeah, okay. I'm winning seven. I did hear that this morning. But I guess he just wasn't quite bold enough to say that into a microphone. Today. Yeah. <laughs> we'll catch up with him Thursday, and we will uh, be looking forward to that. So looking at some of the news and notes that we are going to be. Touching on today, uh, some news for A-State men's basketball in that Mike Bellotto has announced the dates for his summer basketball camp. Um, that's going to be running from June 20th through 23rd, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. That final day is going to wrap up at noon. Um, kids grade uh, K through 12 can come in and take part of that. If you want to know more info, registration fees, how to register, all of that, that's online at Mike Bellotto basketballcamps.com of course if you can't remember that astateredwolves.com there's more info there too elsewhere uh four diamond hogs earned postseason awards from the sec on monday right uh brady tiger hagen smith named freshman all sec players while second baseman robert moore and pitcher connor nolan landed on the all sec defensive team so the razorbacks uh mother nature willing return to action tomorrow in the conference tournament in hoover 
Alabama. Uh, flashing back to last night, Cardinals walked it off in dramatic fashion. Goldie, uh, a.k.a. Paul Goldschmidt, hitting a 10th inning grand slam to send St. Louis to a 7-3 to winner over Toronto. So those teams continue that series tonight. 645 is slated for first pitch. That will be on 95-9. The Wolf. Uh, looking around at uh, what I want to dive into today in terms of our KavanaughCars.com question, you know, a lot of things in, in college football, college sports continue to change. Some of them are really concerning, worrisome <laughs> changes or huge changes, things that are going to uh, forever alter the trajectory of the sport. Some things are, are changing in, well, they're going to have impacts. They're not quite some huge sports monumental shift. And with all of the things that are going on around college football, I think this one, uh, at least in terms of our conversations, kind of slid in under the radar last week. But the NCAA is allowing conferences to scrap divisions um, completely and decide on their how, the, how they're going to choose the participants for their conference championship game, however they see fit. Uh, this is going to impact eight conferences, potentially, because two already, the AAC and the Big 12 already didn't have divisions. And uh, the Pac-12 has already said, hey, we're going to get rid of them. The Mountain West has already said, hey, we're going to get rid of them. Everybody else is kind of TBD. But I want to know what you think the Sunbelt Conference should do. Would you be in favor of scrapping divisions in Sunbelt football? Yes or no? And that is today's KavanaughCars.com question. Again, it was, uh, it was six days ago when uh, the NCAA announced that they would let conferences decide however they wanted to on their conference game participants, which most teams just use, you know, the top two rated teams in the league, and, and that's the way that they will be looking at this. Um, again, the AAC and Big 12 already did this. If you're wondering why some conferences were able to scrap the divisions already and some were not, well, the Sun Belt wasn't able to due to previously only having 10 teams. You had, I think, maybe even 12 teams or less. You had to have divisions and have your top team from each division meet in the conference championship game for it for you to be able to have a conference championship game. Again, conference championship games didn't even exist in the Sunbelt Conference until four or five years ago. So now the NCAA is getting away from that. And again, we've already seen some conferences that are saying, all right, count us in, in terms of no longer having divisions. The Pac-12, I think, I, I don't know if it was the same day that news was announced or if it was the next day, but whatever it was, it was it was quick. They were quickly on board with saying they were done with divisions. Uh, I'm not sure how quick the Mountain West announced it, but it wasn't that much further after that that they said, you know what, we're, we're going to be done with divisions as well. The ACC, the SEC, waiting a little slower into this process for a couple different reasons, but a lot of those have to do with scheduling. Uh, right now, in terms of scheduling, you know, one thing about conference divisions, it doesn't make scheduling necessarily completely fair across the board, but it does make it a little easier. You play everybody in your division, you rotate a couple teams from your cross division, and you're good, you're set. It's easy every year. It's going to be a little bit different if multiple conferences go ahead and scrap divisions. They'll have to figure out a way to decide on that. The ACC is is... Looking at that, the SEC, as they are also dealing with conference additions coming in as well, uh, I feel like they'll scrap divisions on down the line, but it, it might take longer in 
that league. But today, again, we're asking you what you would like to do for what you would like to see happen in the Sun Belt. Should they keep the divisions or get rid of them? Now, I, I do want to throw out immediately that right now we're, we're kind of talking just to talk, to be honest with you. Uh, Chris Vanini, who is, well, pretty much the only national group of five rider who covers the group of five for the athletic has said that right now the coverts will likely stick with divisions and that's actually uh, sunbelt commissioner keith gill telling that to chris vanini and he cited the appeal of regional rivalries the sunbelt right now is kind of it's not i mean yes it's spread out from from texas to west virginia but yet at the same time, when you kind of look at how the West is and you kind of look at the e- how the East is, you got some nice little geographical pods here. And in some cases, you got some schools with uh, some pretty significant history that are going to be facing each other every single year. And I-, I think a lot of fans, if you're looking at a pro, that's why a lot of people would want to keep this. Um, Gil did elaborate and say, quote, at this point, we're comfortable with the approach of being in divisions. Then having the top team in each play for the championship will keep evaluating if it makes sense to make changes but we talked about it this week and folks feel pretty comfortable with that in quote of course this week the week that he's referring to which is actually now last week there were sunbelt meetings so they have discussed this and right now the sunbelt is staying put but i want to know what you would do we don't care about keith gill today we want your opinion forget the commissioner (laughs) (laughs) how would you run the league and that is the KavanaughCars.com question. Again, we'll look at pros and cons for uh, keeping divisions throughout the course of, of the show and uh, how scrapping divisions could have impacted college football in recent years. But 9303776, we'll go ahead and start here with a phone call before we dive into too much else. While Kate is looking at that, do want to tell you quickly to make sure you're listening this afternoon. To the drive with Brad Bobo because we are continuing with our free gas and groceries giveaway. Since uh, every time you go to the pump or every time you go into the store, it gets um, a little bit more harder hitting on your wallet, and we want to help ease the strain with that. So what we're doing here is we've got we've got a giveaway for you. Thank you to our friends at Gamble Home, Hey Supermarket, and Food Smart who are sponsoring this. Again, you'll listen for the code word this afternoon. And then once you hear that code word, you'll go to 953thetickets.com, enter that code word, and you will be entered to win. Got to have the code word, though. So, therefore, what your best bet? Just leave it on the ticket all day. That's all you got to do. Let's go to the Ritter Communications Hotline and check in with Miss Lisa. How are you? Well, I'm great. Uh, I don't like gas prices either. It's getting, I don't know what people are going to do as a whole. I guess we'll just pay it. If we're going to go, we got to pay it. Um, before I answer your question about divisions, did you see, Cade, where Chelsea Dungy at Sunbelt News was hired as Troy's assistant coach? I did. Coach. Yeah. I, I, was, I was strolling through Facebook, and I saw that, and I thought, wow. I didn't know she wouldn't. You know, I thought she was just going to play ball for a while but I don't know how good she'll be you never know but boy I used to love to watch her play um I'll speak for myself about these divisions I like I I don't like the divisions myself because you don't get to play the other teams 
uh, as much. I mean, like being in the West is fine with me. I like the competition. But isn't it, Cade, like eight, seven, eight years before you get to play like Georgia or Florida? Yeah. And I mean, you can die again before they get back to your stadium. I mean, you know, and it makes it takes the fun out of it to me. And I think uh, the NCAA shouldn't come. It's just another stupid. Uh, to, if you want to, you can. No, either say we're going to divisions, or we're, or we're, which we're already in divisions, or we're going just all in a line. Why are they coming out and saying pick or choose? To me, that doesn't make sense. Well, I'll I'll throw out a counterpoint for that, Miss Lisa, and I'm okay with the NCAA's division in this instance because what we're going to continue to do is see the NCAA give their conferences decisions to govern their leagues as they see fit. Um, So that way... And while there are some things where I do agree with you that that they should be universal across the sport, we also know that there's you know some significant resource discrepancies in different leagues, and so I'm okay with the NCAA letting its member conferences decide what's best for their league. Well, I'll be glad when we get up one day, and the topic of discussion is, well, guess what, everybody? The NCAA has give up. <laughs> went belly up and it's a free for all then I think everybody can hold hands sing kumbaya and sports will be a lot different and a lot better I, I just their leadership is terrible terrible I, I don't I don't disagree there they have uh especially in the past decade they have they have made a more a mess out of more things than they have helped well, they sure have. And, and another thing, Kate, I'm asking you because you're an SEC guy, like I'm an SEC woman, but did you see where Greg Sankey, and I don't really agree with this. And I usually agree with everything, not everything, but a lot, most of what he says in this. He's thinking the SEC just needs to play itself now and have, did you read that? Uh, I don't guess I've seen that. I saw those it, comments. I, I think he's look. He's he's still mad that conference expansion talk was was kind of tabled like it was because he was a big believer in that that the conference that uh, excuse me playoff expansion excuse me that uh, playoff expansion was was tabled. And I think now he's just kind of threatening for the SEC to take its ball and go home if if the rest of college football doesn't get on board with an expansion. Well, see, I'm not for an expansion. I. I in fact, I I liked it the way it was, but uh, but yeah, he is sort of. Now I've never met him, mm-hmm. but I will say this: he strikes me as someone like in a marriage or a friendship or something like that. You know, you you don't do as I do; you do as I say. You know, he 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 just seems like that kind of guy. He's very intelligent, but he's just kind of lives in his own little brilliant world, if you know what I mean. He's almost too smart for his own britches. All right, that's it. I'm done. Thank you for taking my call. <laughs> Thanks, Miss Lisa. Again, our KavanaughCars.com question today, would you be in favor of the Sunbelt scrapping divisions in football or no? We'll start looking at uh, pros and cons when we come back. Actually, we'll start with, with the cons of keeping divisions. 
you know, what would the impact be there, particularly on the Sun Belt, but also, you know, we'll also look at how this has impacted college football over the past few years as well. So more on that when we come back. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Let NEA golf cars keep you from becoming your golf group's Can I Ride With You guy. You know, the guy standing by the first tee always needing someone to jump on with. NEA golf cars offers new carts and all the top brands, including Onward by Club Car and a large selection of used carts, plus all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its best this golf season. Go to NEA Golf cars.com or call 236-GOLF for more information. It's goodbye Can I Ride With You Guy and Hello Sweet Ride. Thanks to NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. Farmers and Merchants Bank announces the lobby of our new branch in Jonesboro is now open. The drive through is an MVP center with live video tellers 7 to 7 weekdays and 9 till noon on Saturdays. So in addition to our beautiful bank on Highland, you can also visit our new branch at the corner of Southwest Drive and Parker. More MVPs, more ATMs, more me banking at Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC. Central Chevrolet Cadillac invites you to stop in and see our vintage Chevrolet on display. Originally owned by Mr. W.R. Bill Weaver, Central's 90th anniversary is this month, and we invite you to come celebrate with us. Central Chevrolet Cadillac is open 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday at 3207 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro. Central Chevrolet Cadillac, your home for meet or beat prices for 90 years. Make your career an adventure on the river with American Commercial Barge Line. No experience is required. Don't have a high school degree or GED? No problem. Come join us at American Commercial Barge Line's walk-in interview event this Tuesday, May the 24th from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Jonesboro Holiday Inn, 2908 Gilmore Drive. You could receive an immediate job offer. Can't make the event? Visit bargeacbl.com slash careers to navigate your career with American Commercial Barge Line. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold in Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Follow me on a new healthcare journey full of possibilities. Experience world-class care delivered by friends, family, and neighbors right here in your community, bringing industry-leading technology to you, not the other way around. Your health record, your appointment scheduling, and your medications all in one place, and your lab results delivered the instant they're recorded. Do we look at healthcare differently? Absolutely. Experience the difference and you will too. NEA Baptist, healthcare for the next century. Farmers, have you booked your new crop corn and Milo? Before you do, call Pico Foods. Pico is buying new crop corn and Milo at always competitive prices. Pico Foods, the eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned business, supports local producers, and they're buying new crop corn and Milo right now. In Arkansas and Missouri, call David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, call Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. Not all kids with crooked teeth can afford braces. 
Luckily, there's donated orthodontic services from the American Association of Orthodontists. Kids who qualify can be matched with a volunteer orthodontist. Visit aaoinfo.org. What if you went to your secret hiding place and found just a phone number, 1-800-662-HELP? Before drugs take their toll on you and your family, make the call. For help with drug use, call 1-800-662-HELP for free and confidential information and treatment referral, or go to samhsa.gov slash know the risks. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Zone. It's Kara and Cade with you on a Tuesday. 930-3776 is the number to call. And what we're debating on today is whether or not the Sunbelt Conference should scrap divisions in football. Now, again, to reiterate one of the things we said in the previous segment, Keith Gill has said that right now that's not on the table for the league. That as we look ahead into the future, this league will continue to have divisions and divisional play. However, we're not asking for Keith Gill to weigh in on this. I want you to weigh in on it. I, I want to know if you think this is a good idea for the league or not. Right now, looking in at the poll, 67% of you say the league should keep divisions. However, just, you know, figure out some math in your head. Keith says, or excuse me, Kendall says he said yes, but then he changed his mind. So, you know, go in and, and retabulate that on your on your math. Uh, good luck. But <laughs> uh, at Kara underscore Richie is where you can vote on Twitter. And then, of course, uh, 9303776 is the number on the phone. If you look specifically at the Sun Belt, here's, here's the biggest con in, in keeping a division. Um, divisional play, definitely in 2022 and possibly the next few years as well, is that right now, most on paper this year, on paper this year in the Sun Belt Conference, the best two teams in the league are not going to play for the conference title. Because if you look at the pecking order right now around the Sun Belt, if, if I'm looking at one and two in the league right now, Prior to the season, without any games being played, without rosters actually finalized, because we're going to still see transfer portal additions, maybe even departures. Right now, I would put App State and Coastal Carolina up there at one or two. Flip a coin on which one is which. I think those are going to be the best two teams in the Sunbelt Conference. Um, I think the Cajuns have lost a lot, both personnel and then also with their head coach. I don't, well, I, I might throw Marshall in there. In the East as well. I haven't looked enough at their schedule to know how they might fare this this year. But I have seen some some publications out there picking them to win the Sun Belt. This conference this year is going to be significantly unbalanced. The West is not great. We'll just say not great. <laughs> ULM, Texas State, not, yeah. not great. Uh, Troy, uh, they got a new head coach. We'll see. South Down, they were okay last year, but but they were not great. We know A-State really struggled last year. And again, we just mentioned that how much the Cajuns are losing. Also, Southern Miss, not good last year. So you got seven teams in the West that are not great. On the flip side, on the East, you got Coastal Carolina. And even though they're going to lose, uh, they lost a lot defensively. They still got Grayson McCall at quarterback. Um, App State has just consistently been successful since they've joined the Sun Belt. So I'm sure they're losing all kinds of personnel. They're still going to be fine. Marshall's going to be good. Um, there's no telling what Georgia Southern's going to look like. They've got a new head coach. Georgia State, 
uh, just is in such a talent-rich area. They continue to be able to pull in athletes. Uh, and, and then you've got, you know, uh, the newcomers in James Madison and Old Dominion. I think James Madison is being slept on just a little bit. Not that I think that they're going to go out and win the conference, but they're going to walk in the door and be better than ULM. They're going to walk in the door and be better than Texas State. They're not going to significantly struggle in making the move to the Sun Belt. So, again, what this means is that this conference is just, it's really unbalanced this year. It is really unbalanced. Uh, the, the East is going to be a lot better than the West. So when it comes conference championship game time, December 5th, 4th, whatever date it's going to be on this year, probably not going to see the, the two best teams in the league out there on the field. You'll see one of them, and then, you know, whoever makes it in from the West. This has been an issue in some other conferences in, in recent years, and probably none more discussed and none more obvious than the Big Ten. Because if you go back and look at what would have happened in their championship games over the past uh, several years, three of their last four championship games would have been different had they not had divisions. Last year, for example, instead of seeing Michigan absolutely beat the brakes off Iowa, that was an awful game. Yeah. It was 42 to 3, in case you'd already forgot, which who could blame you because that's a really, really forgettable score. Um, instead of seeing that, we would have got another Michigan Ohio State matchup. Buckeyes would have had a shot at revenge. You go back to 2020. Uh, now, or excuse me, 2020. Yeah, 2020. Now, that was kind of a wonky year because you had COVID year controversies. But uh, the, the matchup was Ohio State and Northwestern, which, I mean, kudos Northwestern for getting to play in that game. But it, it would have been Ohio State and Indiana without divisions. 2019 would have been the same. But 2018, we would have seen Ohio State and Michigan. Should have seen Ohio State and Michigan. Instead, what we got was Ohio State and Northwestern. So what's gone on for so many years in the Big Ten is, or, yeah, the Big Ten is is we've seen a very East-dominant league. And it's just been very, very uneven. Now, I don't think it's necessarily an apples-to-apples apples conversation um, in terms of the Big Ten in, in, in the Sun Belt. And what I mean by that is I don't think we are going to always see a situation in the Sun Belt where the divisions are so lopsided. Uh, the Cajuns have too much talent in their area. even And they might not be down this year. We don't know about Me Michael Decimo. He could be a great coach. They could be right back up there in the thick of it. A-State will get better. They will get back in this conversation. Texas State, one of these days, if they ever get the right leadership and they get the right coach and they get them all at the same time, they are going to be good. So I don't feel like the Sun Belt is going to continue to be this crazy unbalanced league that it is right now. But, again... Right now, the con of keeping a division, probably now and for a couple years because it continues to all, it's always a cycle, is right now, this year, the two best teams in the league, highly, highly unlikely to play for the conference championship. So there is your big con from that. Uh, since we briefly referenced A-State football, of course it is, it is preview season. And yesterday we talked a lot about uh, Bill Connolly's updated um, returners rankings, his updated S&P rankings, which again, that's all anal that's all looking at football through a very analytical view. Uh, I did, and I realized I was a couple weeks late on this, find a, what I thought was a pretty solid preview from College Football News on the upcoming 2022 
Arkansas State season. And again, I'm not sure how I overlooked this or maybe if we've already talked about this and I've already forgot, which is also a possibility. (laughs) But uh, what it does is it, of course, goes back and and recaps what happened last year, but looks at the offense, the defense, uh, the keys to the season, top game, top transfer and things like that as well. And I, I really, you know, sometimes you read a national preview and you just kind of pick it apart and you're like, this person, this person doesn't know my team. But when uh, Pete Futek, who authored this article, talks about his keys to a successful 2022 Arkansas State season, I don't, I don't see too much here to complain about. Uh, his key to the 2022 offense is to come up with some semblance of a running game. No argument yeah. here. No argument here. Again, this is a team, gosh, I've already forgot, but this is a team that had had just a minuscule number of rushing touchdowns last year. I mean, it was just And like two games with 100 rushing yards or more. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, just, uh, you know, one of those, so basically, A-State started the season with 194 yards on the ground against UCA, which you should have. Finished with 194 against Texas State. In the other 10 contest, there was only one other 100-yard performance. And that was against Louisiana. And what happened in that game? Well, it was kind of shockingly close for as good as the Cajuns were last year and as much as A-State struggled. That was a really competitive ball game. Um, A-State has not managed to go over the 200-yard mark in 27 games. So this has been a consistent issue that A-State needs to get better. Uh, on the defensive side, this. College Football News says a key to the 2022 defense right, is to go. stop someone from carrying the ball, or from running the ball. Not going to argue there. Um, A-State allowed 200 yards or more in, in nine of its last 11 games. And then, unfortunately, all of us, I mean, you can just kind of close your eyes for a half a second and think about those multiple rushing touchdowns from the one. (laughs) So because of that, Pete Fiutak puts his key player to the 22 season as John Mincy, defensive tackle. You need a big body in the middle. And he had his moments. Had a little bit of uh, some health issues last year, so only appeared in nine games, but A-State obviously needs him to be healthy and, and out there this season. Also, uh, circled King Makuta as a key transfer. So, again, I uh, I thought this was this was a good preview, so you can check it out again. It's the Arkansas State 2022 college football preview at collegefootballnews.com. Let's go to the phones, see what Chuck is up to today. How are you? I'm doing good, Kara. How are you? Hey, doing good. Thanks for the phone call. Got into the truck at, on the tail end of what you're talking about. All I heard is Ohio State and the team up north would have, or the crying hardballs, whatever you want to call them, would have got to play twice. What were you talking about? Well, so last week the NCAA said that conferences could scrap divisions, and so. We're debating today whether the Sun Belt should should keep the divisions or move away from divisions. And one of the things that we looked at was how, over the past few years in college football, how how some conference championship games would have been different if there were no divisions. And, and the league that is probably or would have been impacted the most would was, was the Big Ten because it's so East-dominant. 
So when we were talking about Michigan and Ohio State playing again last year, that is what would have happened if there were no divisions. Instead, we got a really bad Michigan and Iowa game. Yeah, we did. But, you know, man, I think we really need divisions. Or if not, you'll be having, like you said, it'll be Ohio State and the crying hardballs every year. <laughs> I mean. You know, I mean. There will be there will be a couple years where Wisconsin and Penn State sneak in there. Oh well, yeah, I mean Penn State definitely, but Wisconsin maybe. But I mean, it just I yeah, I've been reading about that. I just don't understand how that's going to work, man. I mean, I really don't. I mean, to it, me, I think it. To me, I kind of think it's unfair to everybody else. The big question, if if everybody moves away from divisions, the big question then becomes scheduling. You know, how will leagues schedule? Will they? You see all kinds of different different um, plans for scheduling, different formats for scheduling. Some some leagues might do a one permanent uh, cross division rival with with seven or one. Not it won't be division anymore. Just a one per- permanent rival and then seven rotating schools. Uh, there could be a potential in the SEC where they do three permanent rivals on the schedule and then five different rotating schools. So that that becomes the the big issue if teams move away from divisions is how in the world are you going to schedule and, and keep it kind of sort of fair? Right. And like I've been reading on the SEC the way they're – and it's not a done deal. I don't understand how they're going to do the pod situation, you know. Like – Instead of divisions, you know, you're gonna have yeah. fourteen pods. You know? Yeah, don't 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 get me lying on that. I don't I don't know how they're gonna pull that off either. I mean, it, it's confusing. What happens if there's four teams that come out of each you know, there's four pods, what if there are four teams that are still undefeated? Even you know, even though they don't play the same team. Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. Um there's going to be some really interesting tiebreaker rules then. <laughs> I mean, it don't make sense. I, to me, it does not make sense, okay? Mm-hmm. that That's just my opinion. But what the NCAA is doing right now with, like, the transfer portal, and trust me, man, we have gotten great players out of the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, look at Justin Fields. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And this NIL thing, and, you know, I used to be all for it. But, you know, you got players coming out like the dude at Miami. Hey, why is this guy getting more than me? I'm the reason you went to the Elite Eight, you know? It just, I don't know, man. It's becoming kind of weird to me. I just, it don't make no sense anymore. There's a lot yeah, going I, on right now in college athletics. Just <laughs> a lot, a lot. Right. And, you know, to me, I think they just need to stay in the division. Okay. All right. We you will. You know, I mean, we will. and if they wanted to go that way, you know, split them up, man. I mean, make it more competitive. Don't put all your, like, like the Big Ten, you know, they got Penn State. Mm-hmm. They got uh, the crying hardball, and then they got State, and the Buckeyes all in one division. 
split them up. If you want the other division to be just as tough, split them up, like the SEC, you know. Split them up. Yeah, the, the East ain't as tough as the West, man. I mean, West is probably the toughest con, uh, league in, or division in the uh, whole NCAA, you know. Split them up. Realign them. Make it more competitive. That's my opinion. I appreciate y'all taking my call, and go Red Wolf. Thanks for the phone call today, Chuck. I tell you what, let's go ahead and hit pause here, and we'll continue this discussion uh, around, uh, around uh, I just went blank on our entire topic. Divisions! We'll talk more divisions when we come back. Keep it here with us on the ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Colson Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group Jonesboro has a state-of-the-art facility and is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group has openings for a qualified production engineer, quality engineer, press operator, cost accountant, and accounts receivable specialist. Visit our website at colsongroupusa.com and click Careers tab. Apply today. That's ColsonGroupUSA.com. Quicklane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quicklane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes. With tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quicklane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quicklane. At the corner of Caraway and Highland, next to Tommy's Car Wash or call 870-934-1907. Spring into savings right now at Car Today, where for every $1,000 you put towards a down payment, Car Today will match it with $250. And Car Today offers you a great selection of clean, dependable cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know bad things happen to good people. And that's why we want to help build your credit with one of our Carfax verified vehicles. And all Car Today vehicles come with our peace of mind package included. Free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available and satisfaction guaranteed. That's right. If you're not happy with your purchase within five days, you can return the vehicle. And all month long, for every $1,000 you put as a down payment, Car Today will match it with $250. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. Spring into savings right now at Car Today, 3404 Stadium, or NEACarToday.com. $1,000 is the maximum amount matched. See dealer for details. Just say yes. Crop prices falling a bit. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. July corn at 771 down 15 and a quarter with September corn at 739 and a quarter down 15 and a half. July soybeans at 1686 and a quarter down three quarters with August soybeans at 1628 also down three quarters. July wheat at 1158 down 32. September wheat at 1168 down 29 and a half. July cotton at 141.74 down 101 with October cotton at 130.60 down 201. July rice at 16.99 down 28 with September rice at 17.25 and a half down 26 and a half. Moving on to livestock now, June live cattle 132.85 up seven and a half with August live cattle 132.97 and a half unchanged. May feeder cattle 154.27 and a half up 82 and a half. August feeder cattle 168.30 up to 67 and a half. June lane hogs at 109.47 and a half down 90 with July hogs at 109.95 also down 90. That's your EAB New Market Report brought to you by Farmers and Merchants Bank. Member FDIC, field tested and farmer approved. 
Seeing agriculture at work all around us is like seeing hope in action. Farmers and Merchants Bank helps farmers and ranchers every day with production loans, equipment, real estate, and more. And we know finding the right lending expert is vital too. That's why we now have our lenders and their areas of expertise right on our website, mebanking.com. Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender, growing with agriculture. Jose works on a farm. Safety is important. His boss calls 811 to determine where it's okay to dig. This protects Jose from hitting an underground line and from serious injury. Because Jose can't tell exactly where or how deep the lines are, he doesn't dig until 811 tells him it's safe. The most important thing is that Jose works safe and goes home to his family. For more information, visit farmsafe811.org. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign. Turn it up and annoy your co-workers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Uh, Kara and Kate here, 9303-776 is number call. Asking you today, do you think the Sunbelt Conference should scrap divisions or no? 9303-776 is the number to call. Again, right now there is no plan for the league to do so. However, we're debating this because, well, not only is it talking season right now across college football, let's... Every day is talking season on the Workday Red Zone, so so why not have the debate? Uh, Most of you right now, it's about two-thirds to one-third are in favor of keeping divisions, but we'll continue to monitor our poll on Twitter as the show goes on. Hey, quick note on tomorrow. Of course, uh, every Wednesday at 1230, we have our A-State Spotlight brought to you by our great friends at Calmer Solutions, and tomorrow... We will be joined by Arkansas State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers. It's been a couple months since we've caught up with Coach Des. Of course, she joined us on the program pretty much right after it was made, you know, official that she would no longer be the interim head coach and that she would be the, you know, head coach, head coach. Uh, we caught up with her then, but haven't had a chance to talk to her since. Of course, since then, she's been busy on the road recruiting. Uh, they brought in some signees. Uh, she has also recruited a new uh, assistant coach as well. So we'll catch up on all of those topics again. She will join us tomorrow at 1230. Uh, elsewhere, uh, in terms of, you know, looking at, at this conversation or this topic, excuse me, around college football, you know, um, I, I don't know necessarily what it would do in the Sun Belt in terms of any significant changes if if uh, divisions were to be scrapped. Yes, it would it would certainly alter your schedule every year, but I, I'm curious how other leagues are going to handle this particularly in the group of five um if you look around the group of five right now uh the aac hasn't had divisions in in several years so they're not even in this conversation they've already moved on from divisions um the mountain west has said hey we're, we're gonna go ahead and scrap divisions we are not going to play divisional football anymore they've already got the schedule out this year but that will start happening in 2023 uh i don't know what conference usa is going to do conference usa probably doesn't know what they're going to do but I saw this question posed, posed, and this is kind of an interesting thing potentially for the MAC. You know, when we went through the most recent round of, of realignment, it was reported that the MAC in Western Kentucky had a whole lot of mutual interest. And that seemed like it, it could be a fit there. You know, why not? But 
the MAC, wanting to stay at, at even divisions, wasn't willing to take Western Kentucky unless they brought a friend. And that friend was going to be Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee was like, eh, nah, we're, gonna, we're good. We'll wait and see what happens in CUSA. But if the MAC were to scrap divisions, you don't necessarily need an even number of teams anymore. So if a couple years down the road, Western Kentucky is like, you know what? The new conference USA really sucks and we went out of here. Would they try and start another conversation with the Mac and be like, hey, look, we don't have to bring a friend this time. We can just, we can just all hang out here. Nice 13-team Mac conference. That would be an interesting storyline. Yeah. This is all conjecture, by the way. There's not any... As long as the Mac still plays Tuesday and Wednesday nights, there that's all go. that matters. There you go. As long as you still got that midweek Maction <laughs> yeah. for the entire month of November. I think uh, as, as casual fans, that's what most of us are interested in anyways. Uh, but that would be an interesting, an interesting uh, potential on down the line. Again, there are no rumors of that right now. But um, as with most things on this program, just uh, sometimes speculation is is fun and that's what most of this show is pure speculation very little fact but a lot of speculation uh we need to take one more break this hour so let's go ahead and get into that and then we'll come back wrap up this noon hour here on the workday red zone enter the workday red zone weekdays noon to two on the ticket radio network I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. It's no secret name, image, and likeness has taken over college football. Bryce Young, Alabama quarterback, made more money in NIL than Jalen Hurts, former Alabama quarterback, made us the starting quarterback for the Eagles. But after next year's recruiting class, those numbers could soon seem unimpressive. Number one overall recruit Arch Manning has begun to narrow down his list of schools. He's looking at Texas, Alabama, and Georgia. And if we learn anything about NIL so far, those schools aren't afraid to shell out some cash. I've been told the going price for a five-star quarterback is around $1 million. Rumors one recruit even requesting up to $8 million. That's the case. Buckle up, because the schools that Manning has expressed interest in have deep pockets and competitive boosters. And with those alumni all competing for the same players, it may be only a matter of time until we see a market-breaking deal for one of the most coveted recruits in recent memory. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Callaway's Chrome Soft isn't just better for the better players, it's better for everyone. Starting with our best-selling regular Chrome Soft, golfers get better feel, more distance, and incredible forgiveness. For better players looking for workability, Chrome Soft X gives you excellent spin consistency and tour-level greenside control. And finally, Chrome Soft XLS delivers lower spin on longer shots, firmer feel, yet high spin around the greens. Learn more, find your golf ball today at CallawayGolf.com slash Chrome Soft. And now a message from Discover about customer service and common sense. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have them answered by a real live person. You know, a human being who's actually understanding your issues and works to resolve them. Someone with a knack for helping others and has a pulse. In other words, what you don't need is a robot. And that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. It's live customer service. Discover. Exceptionally 
Get your chores done in comfort with a Case IH Farmall Compact Tractor with factory installed cab. From sunny day mowing to dusty leaf blowing and windy weather snow blowing, Baker Implement has a Farmall that will keep you dry and comfortable. The Farmall cab has two wide opening doors, rear opening window, and high visibility roof panel, plus heat, air conditioning, deluxe seat, windshield wiper and washer, front and rear work lights, and more. Check out the Farmall tractors at your nearest Baker Implement dealer or go online to bakerimplement.com today. At Vision Care Center of Northeast Arkansas, we know that great vision matters, both on the field and in the stands. The glasses shop at Vision Care Center features expert stylists and a broad selection of styles and frames. Plus, Vision Care Center offers diagnosis, treatment, and care for an assortment of eye conditions. Your road to excellent vision starts at Vision Care Center of Northeast Arkansas. Call 870-932-2211 to schedule an appointment today at any of our Jonesboro, Paragould, or Pocahontas locations. The Mosquito Armageddon is upon us in Jones in northeast Arkansas and southeast Missouri. Farm fields are being flooded with millions of gallons of water as we speak, throwing gasoline on the breeding fire of blood-sucking vampire mosquitoes no one likes. This alien invasion is happening, and Mosquito Joe needs to treat you now before it's too late. Mosquitoes have no benefit to humans. They must be exterminated. As a matter of fact, if a mosquito bites me, then bites you. It's like using the same syringe. And that's why they do what they do at Mosquito Joe. Imagine being able to open your door during the summer and not worry about 500 mosquitoes trying to get in your house or buzzing around your ear at night while you sleep. Yes, our treatment is pet friendly, yard friendly. We have all natural treatment that is bee friendly. Yes, this kills fleas, ticks, black flies, gnats, and no seams as well. And yes, this kills mosquitoes on contact when they land on what we've sprayed. Call us today at 576-4257 so we can begin treatment of your home or business before the mosquitoes crush your way of living. It's only $49 for the first spray. Mosquito Joe, make outside fun again. Call 576-4257. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Just a couple of minutes left. In this new hour, we've still got a lot to dive into in the 1 o'clock hour. We've been talking about coverage divisions in uh, college football today and looking particularly at the Sun Belt. Uh, do you want to see the league scrap conference divisions or keep conference division? We looked at, at the cons of keeping divisions earlier today. We'll look at the pros coming up in the second hour of the program. Kind of looking around college athletics today, of course, uh, in theory, this should be a good day for baseball across the country, particularly here in the South, uh, with both the SEC and Sunbelt tournaments getting underway. I say in theory because <laughs> I know this morning they had the tarp on in Hoover, um, the, the Sunbelt being played in Montgomery, and those games got off to a later start than originally anticipated. However, action is currently underway uh, I believe everywhere I don't think there's been any pause since these games got started um, starting with Montgomery home of the biscuits where the Sun Belt is slated to be played for the next few years uh, right now not a lot of excitement going on there it's nothing nothing between Georgia State and Louisiana Monroe in the bottom bottom of the third if you know a state would have made it into the tournament they would be playing right now but we know that they they did not. So the first round uh, of the Sun Belt is single elimination. So you got Georgia State and ULM today. 
this first game and then following that App State and Little Rock to see who can advance and then go into round robin play. Um, I'm not super interested in, in these games. I am kind of interested, you know, in overall what's going to happen in the Sun Belt because if you have, uh, it really looks like you've got Georgia Southern, Texas State, and Coastal Carolina kind of cemented into an NCAA tournament uh, bracket. Um, there's a potential that that possibly one of those teams could host if they go out and, and, and win this thing. Not Coastal Carolina, but I think Texas State and maybe Maybe Georgia Southern have had good enough com- good enough years where they could they could be in that conversation. Um, on the flip side, if you had a team like Louisiana come through this and, and win the thing, they might work themselves into an NCAA tournament bid. And I don't say could because I'm being dumb for a second. They would, they would, they would get the automatic berth that they were able to win. Then you could potentially see four teams yeah. from the Sun Belt in the NCAA tournament. Uh, so I'm, I'll pay attention in a couple of days because I do enjoy watching good baseball, and, and there's definitely going to be some played this week at Montgomery. Uh, looking at what's going on right now in Hoover, uh, checking in on the SEC tournament right now. Alabama is up on Georgia. This gun, this one is. Uh, I tell you what, you know what I did? I pulled up these games and then I, I didn't hit refresh. So let me hit refresh quickly. All right, five to one. Alabama leading in the bottom of the third. Uh, this is, uh, let's see, these teams, whoever wins this goes on to play Arkansas. And it would be interesting if Alabama won because um, they kind of took it to Arkansas in that final series of the regular season. Not, not so much throughout the series, but they, they did uh, really kind of crank up the offense there in that final yeah. game of the regular season. So that would be an interesting first-round matchup there. But uh, Sunbelt... SEC, I think Southland baseball, ACC baseball, all going on today. So a good day for baseball across the South. Again, assuming, assuming <laughs> Mother Nature cooperates with, with everybody. I feel like we're just, what time is it supposed to start raining anyways? I feel like I'm just sitting here just waiting. I feel like it's supposed to rain every day. I don't know. I don't even look at the weather anymore. <laughs> if you walk outside and it's raining, that's good enough? Yeah. That, okay. Yeah. Uh, could be, we're, it gets to, uh, once we get it to two, um, about the time we walk out the door, we're looking at a 50% chance of rain. It ramps up later on tonight, about, uh, an 80% chance of rain around six o'clock. And then there's a chance for thunderstorms all throughout the night, a chance of thunderstorms early tomorrow morning. So don't forget your umbrella or your rain jacket or whatever as you walk out of the house. But, uh, Today, tomorrow, possibly even Thursday showers. And then for the week after that, could be good. By the way, Memorial Day, an early look at the Memorial Day forecast. Sunny, 90 degrees. It's pool weather. That's good enough for me. (laughs) (laughs) That works. Now, is it going to be a real pool or, you know... One of those kiddie pools that I have to put in the backyard? We'll see. We'll see. See how that goes. I think I am this year. I think I've decided to get one of those plastic pools that you can put in the backyard. Throw that out there for Crash Davis. See what he thinks about it. Probably will love it. He may be big enough to break it, though. (laughs) That is a concern. It may only last like a day. (laughs) Also a concern is just how many muddy footprints he will 
<laughs> making the house when he gets done playing, but uh, he already does that every day, so I guess that's not, not that big a deal. Uh, that's our number one in the books. We've still got a lot to catch up on in our number two. Continuing to bait our question of the day, we'll talk Cardinals with you. Got to uh, rave about Goldie's walk-off last night. All of that is coming up in the second hour. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. This is Will Oswald with your Tuesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plaza Tire Service. It was a grand win for the Cardinals last night in the series opener against the Toronto Blue Jays at Bush Stadium. It was Paul Goldsmith's grand slam with two out in the bottom of the 10th, giving St. Louis the 7-3 win. Juan Yepes had his fourth home run of the young season in the victory as well. Cardinals close out the two-game set against Toronto tonight. Jordan Hicks faces Kevin Gossman in the pitching matchup. First pitch, 645. Pre-game, 550 on 95.9 The Wolf. The Razorbacks shut out of the SEC all first and second team honors yesterday by the league office in Birmingham, but Brady Tiger and Hagen Smith named freshman all-SEC selections, while pitcher Connor Nolan and second baseman Robert Moore on the all-defensive team. The SEC baseball tournament underway today in Hoover, Alabama, with the Hogs taking on either Alabama or Georgia at 9.30 tomorrow morning in the start of the double elimination round. Four tires in one hour. That's guaranteed at Plaza Tire Service. And that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Baird Auto Group is having its Memorial Day sales event going on now. Baird has hundreds of Baird certified pre-owned vehicles ready for delivery. And yes, with every Baird certified pre-owned vehicle, receive a $500 gas card. Baird has Baird certified pre-owned vehicles starting only $349 a month. Baird will buy your trade even if you don't buy ours. Good credit, bad credit, no credit, no problem. Baird has banks of millions of dollars waiting to loan you. Hurry into one of our Baird locations near you during Memorial Day sales event going on now. You take advantage of the hottest deals of the year and receive a $500 gas card with every Baird certified pre-owned vehicle. Baird invites you to any of our great locations near you in Arkansas, Jonesboro, Paragold, Blava, West Memphis, and Missouri, Kennett, West Plains, Dexter, and Malden. Or check out our low prices online at buybeard.com. Don't get a bad deal, get a Baird deal. Because why pay more? See there for details. Would you like to earn up to $21.25 per hour? Would you like opportunities like growth advancement and enjoy benefits? Denso and Osceola is offering just that in your first year. Denso is the industry leader in the design of advanced automotive systems. Denso builds the best products in the world by hiring the best people. You can earn up to $21.25 per hour and get 13 days of paid vacation and 13 paid holidays in your first year by becoming a Denso team member today. Start your new career with Denso. Denso also offers referral bonuses, plus medical, vision, dental insurance, and a 401k with a 4% match. Apply today at DensoCareers.com and search Osceola, Arkansas. That's D-E-N-S-O Careers.com and search Osceola, Arkansas. Walk-in interviews every Wednesday from 9 to 11.30 a.m. at 100 Denso Road in Osceola. Earn up to $21.25 per hour. Get 13 days of paid vacation and 13 days paid holiday plus benefits today with 
Jinzo. Hey, y'all, it's Brandon Baxter for my tire and wheel store, Local Tire and Wheel. And in the month of May, don't drive on those May Pop tires. You know those tires that may pop at any time. Because in May, $5 gets you started on all in-stock passenger tires. We're talking new, safe, reliable tires. With peace of mind from Local Tire and Wheel's roadside assistance and road hazard protection programs. Now, it may sound too good to be true. But it's true. $5 gets you started on four brand new tires today. Plus, Local Tire and Wheel now offers six months, same as cash. You get the cash price. But you have six months to pay. And if you need longer than six months, that's cool too. Because Local Tire and Wheel will build a payment plan to fit your budget. Plus, no credit check and everyone approved. Say goodbye to those Maypop tires and get started for only $5 out of pocket today on all in stock passenger tires. Six months, same as cash. Payments to fit your budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireandWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. Yes, is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 969 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon The Ticket Radio Network Half time's over and we're getting back to work Hour 2 of the Workday Red Zone begins now Here's Kara Ritchie Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara Ritchie and Kate Carlton here helping you kill some time on a Tuesday and hoping that you'll weigh in on the KavanaughCars.com question with us. Would you be in favor of the Sunbelt Conference scrapping divisions in football or no? Right now, 63% of you on Twitter at Kara underscore Ritchie are in favor of keeping the division. So keeping everything the same as, as the Sunbelt will have it in 2022, but... 37% of you would like to go ahead and get rid of them. See what this conference would look like if it was just a 14-team free-for-all. Again, of course, this conference is going to look a little bit different in 2022 because now instead of five-team divisions, it's going to be seven. Of course, numbers tend to grow when you add more teams. That's just the way it works. But... Of course, uh, in the West, for the foreseeable future with Arkansas State, it's going to be the Raging Cajuns, ULM, both of the Alabama schools in South Alabama and Troy. You've also got Texas State in there and then newcomer Southern Miss. When you look to the East, you start with the Georgias in Georgia Southern and Georgia State. Uh, You move just a little bit north and You run into Coastal Carolina. You've also got App State in the mix. And then, of course, Old Dominion, James Madison, and Marshall as your newcomers. So, right now, one of the pros of keeping the divisions in the Sunbelt Conference is you've kind of got two nice, tidy, geographical regions. Um, I'm not sure if you're looking at the East and you're going from... The southernmost point of of the, the conference to the northernmost point of the conference. I don't know if there's necessarily a ton of fans that are going to be driving from Statesboro to, to Huntington, West Virginia. But, I mean, if you're an App State fan, there's a lot of different places you can go throughout the season. Yeah. Same thing kind of with, with uh, say, ULM, for example. 
they're now all of a sudden really, <laughs> really region centrally kind of located in this in this league. If you're a state, you know you're the you're the northernmost team. Uh, it might not make the most sense to to go to Texas State, but I mean, my goodness, we know that Mobile is not a bad road trip. Hattiesburg is not a bad road trip. ULM is not a bad road trip. So you know that every single year you have multiple destinations as a fan that you can go and catch a road trip, uh, go and catch a road game, and it's not like it is going to just completely just destroy your weekend. You know you're not going to have to spend 12 hours in a car on Friday to make it to an 11 a.m. kickoff on Saturday. There's going to be several different places where if it's a 6 p.m. kickoff early in the season, you can leave that Saturday morning, go catch the game, um, if you're crazy, you can drive back that night. But, you know, if not, just spend one night in a hotel instead of uh, just having to to really spend a ton of money on gas and a ton of money on accommodations to spend an entire weekend there. It's it's a huge pro right now to this conference and just how these divisions are set up. You know, if you are uh, one of these newcomer teams, that was one of the biggest draws in being in the league was the fact that just the geography of it is a lot better than what you were experiencing in Conference USA. You know, if you're a Marshall fan, and you know that you're going to play App State every year, that's just right there, and James Madison and Old Dominion, all those teams are just right there, and you don't have to worry about a trip to UTEP. <laughs> yeah. And, which, of course, uh, you know, Conference USA had, had division, so you didn't have those crazy... East West, uh, you know that that type of road trip very often, but it was it was still there. So, so again, a big pro to staying with divisions is you've got this this incredible geography right now that's in the league's favor. And also, you know, we talked about the con, uh, the big con of keeping divisions earlier was the fact that right now this is a very unbalanced league. That the East is just significantly better than the West. In fact, I've seen a few different. Uh, National college football writers talk about how the Sunbelt East is probably going to be the best division in the entire group of five. It's going to be tough. There's some great teams that play in that division. But nothing in sports, period, stays the same forever. It's great right now, but a lot of things are kind of, they cycle. And, and one really good example I can think of to, to mention that is, is we go back a decade in the NBA. And the NBA West for a little bit there was just so stinking dominant. Like there would be, there'd be a good East team. Miami was good. And then there'd be like, there'd be three teams out of the West that missed the NBA playoffs because, it, and they were yeah. above 500. Because the Mavs and Grit will... One year, the Mavs and Grizzlies played like on the last night of the year, and the Grizzlies got the seven seed, and they were like 50 wins. The Mavs were the eight seed, and they were at 49 wins. Yeah. Something crazy like that. And then you'd look at the East, and there was like the, the eight seed would have like a 400 win percentage. <laughs> it was so unbalanced for a little bit. But that lasted three or four years, and then the NBA started to work itself back out towards that you started to see better teams in in the east and obviously college football is built significantly different than, than the nba or any pro league because you don't have salary caps or limits to what really you gotta do however i do feel like the imbalance that we see right now is is not going to last forever so 
your pro, again, is just the regional rivalries. Also, again, just scheduling. There's no questions about scheduling in a, in a divisional format. Uh, for the foreseeable future, Arkansas State is going to play its six divisional rivals. Uh, they'll play three of those on the road. They'll play three of them at home, and then they'll alternate that every year. And then they'll play two teams from the East, and then they'll rotate through those teams. Now, sure, yeah. sure, you know, it's uh, there are some teams you enjoy playing, um, even though, unfortunately, the series has not gone A-State's direction lately. I like, on social media, engaging with Appalachian State fans because they're passionate about their school and, and they play good football. Uh, I, I mostly like interacting with Georgia Southern fans because, again, they're passionate about their team and they have a lot of history there. So you're not going to get to see, you know, the battle of the ASUs <laughs> every year. You're not going to get to uh, make fun of the Eagles fans about their dirty creek water as often, <laughs> as often as we've been doing the past few years. Of course, on a positive, we won't have to hear that stupid train whistle in Atlanta nearly as often. Yeah, that's great. So... Yeah. That's that's an added benefit. <laughs> so I mean, you win some, you lose some, in terms of uh, the divisional play. But uh, but again, uh, how do you feel about it? Your pro or your con in terms of scrapping divisions or keeping divisions in uh, in Sun Belt football? Nine three zero three seven seven six. The number to call it on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. I wanted to follow up for a moment on yesterday's question of the day because we ask you to kind of size up the overall athletic season for a state because for the most part it's over you've got 16 individuals left to compete in the ncaa regionals in track and field but but that's it everybody else this season is a wrap and the grades were well they were bad uh (laughs) i think one of the, the I, I saw two C minuses, and I saw a lot of Fs. I saw a lot of Ds. I saw a lot of D minuses. But one thing that a lot of you did, especially those of you that that gave out the worst grades, those of you that gave out gave out the Fs, um, a lot of you did point to though what you anticipate improving and seeing improved in the upcoming season, and I do think. Next year will be better. A big part of that is obviously going to be football. Um, If you start out in the fall, and this is a team that can work its way back into a bowl vid, then all of a sudden that changes your perspective on an athletic season uh, very quickly and, and very positively, especially after the past two seasons where this program won six, six games combined. So that could be a big exclamation point right off the flip possibly when you look elsewhere in the fall I'm excited to see what volleyball is going to look like under first year head coach Brian Gerwig Um, I think there was a lot of excitement around his hire so how is that going to translate on the court for Arkansas State Athletics you also have cross country in the fall and like they're gonna be fine They'll, they'll be good we don't even have to there's no concerns with anything track and field related uh, you move to, you know, the winter sports, men's and women's basketball. Um, on paper, that's a really good recruiting class for A-State men's basketball. Again, you lose one of the best players in program history, but 
from player one to player 13, that might be a better roster next year based on what Mike Bellotto has brought in and based on the potential additions that can still be out there. So what will that look like? I'm excited to see now that it's official what Coach Des looks like is the first-year head coach, the head coach head coach, not the interim head coach. Yeah. And also, uh, you know, how that coaching staff can now be firing on all cylinders instead of being th – that was just a shorthanded team almost all year last year. On the coaching roster, on the player roster, what is that team going to look like at full strength? Baseball, they're going to have to retool a lot. So how will they respond to one of the worst programs, one of the worst years in, in program history? In theory, you can only go up there. Um, one other thing, and, and I do want to point this out before we go to the phones. When you look at reasons for optimism, again, some of you gave individual program grades. And, of course, the programs receiving the highest grades were uh, sports like track and bowling for obvious reasons. But one thing that I, I want to kind of tip the cap to Tom Bowen for doing is kind of shoring up some of the contracts of the coaches at Arkansas State. So Coach Patchell, last July, signed a three-year contract. So now, now we know that contracts in college athletics are not, you know, <laughs> sometimes they're, they're not set in stone. But right now it looks like Coach Patchell is going to be the head coach and program director of Arkansas State Track and Field until at least the end of the 2024 um, athletic season. Justin Costick got a four-year contract last year continue, to continue to uh, remain the coach of Arkansas State Bowling. Again, a program that's been to 14 straight NCAA tournaments. Mike Hagan last summer received a four-year contract extension. So now he's locked in until summer of 2025. So some of the programs that, that you know, you, you want to hold on to these coaches. I mean, ideally for forever, but... As fans, we'll take three years and four years here or there. So those programs, particularly uh, track and field, bowling, men's golf, look to be in, in great shape from a coaching and contract perspective. So more reasons for optimism for A-State in the future. Let's go to the phones and check in with Red Wolf Mark. What are you doing? Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Okay. Somebody ask you, you know, 100 push-ups, could you do them? To do what? 100 push-ups. I don't know. I probably wouldn't know. No, I, I, I wouldn't either. Unless I, get, unless I won the lottery. Only way I do it. Um, all right, Kate, are you going to the Nelson games this year? Uh, Kate's, no. Kate's been a lot of time busy on the weekends. He's usually calling games. Yeah, I know it. I know it. Which games are you doing this year, Kate? Uh, the same games I did last year, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Did you did you know Coach Jason Smith went over to uh, Green County Tech? Nope, I did not. We lost our we lost yep. our coach. Wow. Yeah, didn't know that. I hadn't talked to him at all. Yeah. Miss <laughs> um, Lisa was telling me that. Miss Lisa was. Jason Smith's over there now. Green County, but but we're going to still support Jason Smith, and, and we're going to support the Raiders too. So I want to say good luck, Coach Jason Smith at Green County. 
He's there now. And uh, go, go Raiders. And go, and go everybody in Jonesville, Arkansas. And uh, go Miss Kerry Ritchie. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to say, when, when is the uh, funeral for Lake Larry Lacefield? Do you know? Do not, Red Wolf Mark. We've already told you that we will keep you informed. Okay. All righty, then. I'm going to say thank you. Thank you. I've had that conversation with, with Red Wolf Mark privately, but uh, just to reiterate publicly, I, I personally have not uh, seen anything, but I'm sure that there will be you know, some kind of memorial at some point for, for Coach Lacewell, and uh, when we hear details for that, we will certainly pass it along. Let's go ahead and, and hit pause here. I want to come back, and if it's okay with you guys, talk a little bit of Cardinal baseball. Very dramatic finish last night for the Birds against, well, some other birds, but more on that when we return here on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Summer is almost here, so why not do something good this year? Make your summer count with short-term classes at East Arkansas Community College. Dedicated to your success, EACC is the wise choice for your busy schedule. Registration is underway now, and Summer One classes begin May 31st. Take advantage of EACC's lower tuition rate. Smaller classes with personal interest from instructors give you more support and a better overall experience at EACC. Check out the course schedule and apply online at eacc.edu. For more information or to register, call 870-633-4480 or the EACC Win Center at 870-238-4593. Summer One classes begin May 31st. Central Chevrolet Cadillac invites you to stop in and see our vintage Chevrolet on display. Originally owned by Mr. W.R. Bill Weaver, Central's 90th anniversary is this month, and we invite you to come celebrate with us. Central Chevrolet Cadillac is open 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday at 3207 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro. Central Chevrolet Cadillac, your home for meet or beat prices for 90 years. There's nothing quite like seeing a baseball crushed over the fence when the Red Wolves are on the diamond. Crushing the hood of your car is a different story. Collision Repair in Jonesboro knows the hassle that a wreck or fender bender causes in our day-to-day -day lives. You need to be back in your vehicle fast and don't have time to keep taking it back in the shop for missed details. Collision Repair is committed to delivering quality work in a timely manner so you can be back on the road fast. Get your vehicle fixed right the first time. Call Collision Repair at 935-9482. Hello, this is Angie Gallagher with United Country Scenic Rivers Realty. Springtime is here, and if you've been dreaming of owning riverfront property, here is your chance. We just listed two lots on the Spring River at Ravenden for only $36.5. Water and power are also available. Riverfront property doesn't last long, so call me today, Angie Gallagher, at 870-219-5159. And don't forget to check this property out on our website at unitedcountryozarks.com. Nebo Auto Center, Northeast Arkansas's original new car alternative.
Alternative is now celebrating its 20th year. And now is the perfect time to swing by their all-new location, just a quarter mile south of the old one on Stadium Boulevard. If you're in the market for a late model, low-mileage car, truck, or SUV, Nebo has a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget. Visit NeboAuto.com and see them at their new location at 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the bypass. And look for the red roof. We go Nebo. EAB Jonesboro is looking for team members in our sales department, and we are offering a $2,000 signing bonus. EAB Jonesboro is the most listened to multimedia group in Northeast Arkansas, including K-Fine, KISS, The Wolf, The Ticket Radio Network, KBTM News Talk, and Bob FM, plus our amazing digital products. If you have media sales experience, apply today. Or if you don't have media sales experience, apply and convince us why you are the person for the job. Send your resume made a lorry at eabjonesboro.com that's l-o-r-i-e at eabjonesboro.com and get your future moving in the right direction plus get a two thousand dollar signing bonus if hired become part of the largest media group in the state apply today eab jonesboro is an equal opportunity employer did you know when you donate a kidney you give the gift of life i had no idea you could donate an organ while you were still alive if i'm born with two healthy kidneys but only need one I'd do it again. Visit the National Kidney Foundation at kidney.org. Now you know. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Rolling right along here on a Tuesday on the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Kate with you with phone lines open at 9303-776. Should the Sunbelt Conference keep divisions in football or should the Sunbelt Conference scrap divisions in football? Again, right now, there are currently no plans to scrap the divisions. However, I want to hear your opinion on it because some conferences have already immediately decided to do so. As soon as the NCAA came out uh, with the news last week that conferences could decide for themselves how they wanted to determine their champion uh, conference championship game participants, some conferences were like, all right, cool, we'll do that. Pac-12, done with divisions. Mountain West, done with divisions. AAC, didn't have them. Big 12, didn't have them. So it does look like there is going to be more of a shift in college football towards getting rid of them entirely. Although some some conferences have to work more through scheduling issues, expansion issues, TV contract issues. Don't think for a moment the SEC won't come to their decision until the SEC weighs, until the ESPN weighs in on it. But but uh, what do you think the Sunbelt Conference should do? Uh, I'm going to move on for that topic for just a moment because last night was a pretty fun winner for the St. Louis Cardinals, and I would like to discuss it with you guys. Uh, it's always going to be fun when your team ends the game with a walk-off, um, especially if it is a walk-off home run, especially especially if it is a walk-off grand slam home run in the 10th inning by Paul Goldschmidt, who is hotter right now than the surface of the sun. Uh, pretty cool stuff that happened last night in the Cardinals' win over Toronto. First off, that was just a good win. Look, I know that this team just beat up on the poor pirates but the blue jays are a little bit better so this was this was a quality win last night that the cardinals were able to come by at bush stadium it was also a night where we got to see just a 
good mix of what all this roster can do as a whole. And what I mean by that is right now, um, from a you know position player standpoint, what I really like with this roster is that you've got you know you've got the experienced experienced veterans who are are about to wrap up their career. You know, Yadi Ermolina and, and Albert Pujols, and of course Wayne right in there from a pitching perspective as well. You've got the experienced veterans that have played this game a while, but they've got a few more years obviously left in in, in Goldie and in Arenado. But then, man, you got some baby birds in guys like. Brendan Donovan and Yupez and of course uh, Gorman as well. So you've you've got this great mix of guys at all different stages of their career. And last night we got to see guys in all of those different phases shine. You know, obviously Goldie with the Grand Slam, but you had Lars Newtbar on base, a guy who just got called back up. Tommy Edmond and Mundo Sosa were the other guys on base as well. Uh, Juan Yupez had a good game last night. And although he's cooled off, you know, a little bit from the first week or so he was in the bigs. He certainly hasn't hit a wall. I mean, the guy cannot, you, you can't technically double in every at bat in your major league baseball career. And even though he was on pace to do that, you know, after two ABs, um, he's cooled down a little bit. The batting average has dropped from 667 in his first game to, you know, 304 today. But, but you know, he hasn't really hit, uh, hit that wall yet uh, so it's been fun to watch him play you know Brendan Donovan probably right now not not getting enough love on that team but he's played everywhere he's he's played six different positions since he's been called up so he gives you some versatility there as a rookie that not many other players are going to be able to pull off period so he's been a good breath of fresh air and then uh, Nolan Gorman last night did have his first over night he was over three Look, that's going to happen. He's he's a baby bird. That's going to happen. But still, there's just so much excitement about him and about uh, what is is next for some of these youngsters. And last night is the type of night that just you're just excited. Miles um, Michaelis last night, not one of his best performances of the season. Not not even close. But he still wasn't you know bad, uh, and he was still fine. And right now, you'll take fine because yesterday was also a day where the Cardinals had to put Stephen Matz on the IL. And just the depth there of that pitching staff right now is is terrifying. It is not good. It is very concerning. Uh, so just uh, you'll take any positives you can get from a starting pitcher. And, and Michaelis was fine last night in that outing. Uh, elsewhere with this team, you know, we talked about some of the baby birds. Um, moves yesterday for the roster. We mentioned Steven Matz to the IL. But Yadier Molina was put on the bereavement list and that means that the Cardinals called up Ivan Herrera for their backup catcher because you got you know Andrew Kisner's having a good year you know he's having a good year at the plate seems to have a great rapport with with these Cardinal pitchers and, and things like that but um, next year there's going to be another spot for a catcher on that roster as Yadier Molina steps away and for a while it's been kind of talked about like Ivan Herrera could be um, another one of those hair parents, the catcher position in in the Cardinals organization. So I'm curious to see if he'll get any kind of opportunity for the birds with with his call up, or if we will only see Kisner throughout this stretch where Yachty is away, and Ivan Herrera will be on the shelf of you know like break glass in emergency or whatever. But other than that, we we won't see him. 
I don't know how they will handle that. Uh, but I am I am looking forward to, to potentially seeing Herrera out there and, and what he could do. For a while, it was kind of terrifying to think of what this organization would look like at catcher without Yadier Molina. But I think think they're gonna be think they're gonna be all right. Is anybody in the organization right now as accomplished defensively as him? Probably, probably not. But you have a little bit of an upgrade at the plate from Kisner. Or if a Herrera can eventually get there and, and you'll be fine. It'll all be okay. Uh tonight, of course, these two teams are gonna be back at it. All right, let's get you And first pitch is gonna be at six forty five on 95-9 the Wolf. By the way, with the Cardinals win last night and also with uh, the fact that the Brewers were walked off on, I guess you could say, by uh, by the Padres. Cardinals only two back now in that division. But uh, tonight should be a pretty good game at Bush Stadium. Gosman is going to be pitching for Toronto. His numbers are good. Somehow he has three losses, but only a ERA of two and a half. So I'm guessing he's just one of those Hard luck, ain't got no run support this year type of pitchers. But uh, the Cardinals are are desperately in need of a good start here from Jordan Hicks tonight because the transition in, in getting him going from a closer to a starter has been okay in terms of, of numbers-wise, but it hasn't been okay in, in terms of innings wise now it's not unexpected he wasn't going to go out there and start tossing complete games but he needs to consistently from here on out be at at least the five inning mark especially with the uncertainty with Matt it, it's just it's just concerning you're, you're gonna have to get some way somehow more innings out of Jordan Hicks if he keeps the walks down tonight could be a possibility that he can get there but if not it could get ugly we know he's gonna throw a lot of pitches because he's a strikeout guy already you just got to quit with the free passes. Let's go to the Ritter Communications Hotline and see what J.D. is up to. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great, Kara. Uh, a great win last night. Yeah. I really thought we got lucky in that last inning, and I thought uh, our manager, Marmol, got out managed a little bit, but Goldie made it all good with one swing of the bat, but when he hit for Kinsner with with Albert, I mean, I know everybody's like winning run on fire to fly ball ends it, but I mean, Albert against the right-handed pitcher and, and, and with a guy on first, if he hits it on the ground, it's a double play, yeah. and Kinsner's got great speed for a Is he, he, he shot a bullet there. Yeah, JD. Uh, yeah. They bring the. Can you hear me? You were cutting out just a little bit. We got, but we got you back now. Okay. Well, anyway, they they bring a lefty in to pitch to Gorman, and uh, that that's where you would. The situation, and he burned him against a right-hander. I would have definitely saved him for the two lefties that he had in the pen, and. When we got down to two strikes or two outs, I thought, "Holy cow, we don't need to go another inning." And and, uh, and uh, Goldie hit that hit that great two strike grand slam, you know, to send it to the house. 
We we will know by the end of in the next week. We got four games against uh, the Brewers and three against San Diego, and you'll kind of know. I'd say you'll know for sure where you're at there. Yeah. If you survive that by winning four out of seven, then you can say, hey, we're going to compete for this National League uh, pennant right down to the end. But, hey, I love watching these young players, and they've been playing well, mm-hmm. and it's been fun. And if you've watched Tommy Edmond, which you heard me start saying in March, Tommy Edmond needs to play Short and Nolan Corman needs to play second. But Tommy Edmonds, not only he has more range than Paul DeYoung, but he's got a better arm. You saw him throw last night. Plus, he gets rid of the ball so much quicker. But I predict Tommy Edmonds is going to be a gold glove shortstop for the Cardinals, too. This guy can pick it now. Yeah. He, he's already making plays it. Third, um, I, 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 I want to uh, hold back a little bit, but I'm tempted to say Ozzy-like at times. When he dove, got up, and threw that bullet to first, man, that was impressive. Some high praise. But, but, <laughs> pretty, but, he, but he started out well over there. Yeah. And, he's, and he's played there until till he got to Memphis and, and – uh, uh, they they just started moving him around to different positions. I mean, this is where this guy played in college and through double A. So it's not like he's a stranger to the position. But I thought I was I was excited. And Gorman has looked so good at second, you know. And uh, this is new territory for him. He's going to get better over there. Uh, but a fun game last night. Uh, it was a good one. No doubt. J.D., appreciate the phone call today. All right. See ya. See ya. One more phone call here before we go to break. Let's check in with D-Money. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Um, I think that they need to keep the divisions okay. in the uh, in the Sun Belt. And across, frankly, across the board, um, the SEC going to 16 teams, which I'm, I'm guessing that's going to be the thing. I don't know what the heck they're going to do with that. I mean, I, I, if they go to that four-pod system, I guess, but I think 16 teams is just too big. I really do, but I guess we're going to see a lot more changes going forward. I know there's even some talk that the SEC might do their own CFP playoff, which would be mind-boggling of why, but okay. Well, I mean, wouldn't you want to? Because Greg Sankey's still mad that there was not that the com- or excuse me that the playoff expansion conversation last year got tabled. I guess. I mean, if he's going to throw a temper tantrum and try to do that and alienate the league, you know, you're the best league in the country by far. I mean, you've had two SEC teams in the national championship with Alabama and Georgia, what, twice now? Mm -hmm. I I mean, it just, I don't, I don't know. To me, I think a lot of this is just getting on the relatively ignorant side of things and common sense is going out the, the door. And, of course, it's all driven by money. But it, college football is not not what it should be or what it was supposed to be. That's for doggone sure. Interesting times. Yeah, it is. It, it truly is. It, on so many different levels, it's going to be interesting. The one thing I want to know, and I'm, I'm really curious to hear this, 
is with the fuel cost nowadays, what's been the effect on the, the colleges as far as their travel budgets? Because, I mean... I mean, obviously, it, it has to make an impact uh, because... It, but at the end of the day, one, thankfully, we are getting to the end, the tail end of the college athletic season. So as prices continue to slow, show you know no sign of letting up, Thankfully, there's not as many teams out there traveling anymore, period. Um, but yeah. also, you know, I go back and I think a couple a couple years ago there were some concerns about some, – some significant concerns about charter plane shortages that was yeah. going to be a concern um, in, in college football because obviously you can – you can put a baseball team or you can put a basketball team on a bus. You can't <laughs> – that's a boatload of buses nah. if you're trying to move a football team across the country. So, so. I mean, you can you – know, you know, like in the, in the in-state rivals are like Alabama and Mississippi State are only 80 miles away yeah. from one another. Yeah. You know, you're going to have stuff like that. You know, Euler and ASU. But, I, you know, to me – and I don't see there's any, there's any end in sight to this fuel crisis. I mean – from what I'm hearing, I work in the construction industry. From what I'm understanding, there's going to be a shortage of diesel in the not too distant future, and you've also got a shortage of pilots yeah. in the uh, avi in the aviation realm. So it, <laughs> things could get rather interesting. It's it's going to be like everything else, D money. The schools that have a lot of money are probably it, it will affect them a tiny bit, but not a lot. The schools that don't, they're going to have to find ways to to cut costs in in other areas. Well, and, it's, and to me, one of the great lessons of COVID, one of the few things that was good, is you saw, you know, what was it, BYU and Coastal Carolina said, hey, we both need to play a game. Yeah. And what was it, like on a Monday, said, hey, we'll play each other, sign the contract, and play it Saturday. So I wonder if you're going to start seeing some of that, because you start seeing a lot more regional games yeah. because of those reasons. And we did, you know, we did see that in COVID in terms of, uh, or during the COVID era, in terms of teams all of a sudden playing uh, geographical opponents. Now, a, a series that you might be a little bit more familiar with than us, but I know for a long time, like ULM and Louisiana Tech hate each other. Hate each other. Oh, hate yeah. Each other. Oh, Which, yeah. But, but, you know, that COVID year, those teams were scheduled to play in football. Now, I think it, it actually got, there was, ended up being a, a COVID cancellation there, but but they were scheduled to play because it was just a situation where it's like, all right, we're everybody's kind of struggling through this. This makes sense for us right now, so let's make it happen. So, um, I would, I would be, I would like to see the more you know geographical uh, games of interest around the country. I think that would be a good thing, although obviously not excited about the reasons for it. Well, I'll tell you this much: my daughter goes to Louisiana Tech, as you know, mm -hmm. and she tells me point blank when they go to Monroe. You better not be wearing anything with Louisiana Tech on it. She said it, 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 the hatred is real. I was like, really? Is it that bad? She goes, oh, yeah. You wear something Louisiana Tech in Monroe, you better, you, you're looking for trouble. Yeah. She said it, it is intense, man. It's only 30 miles away. That's the other thing. It's 30 miles away from yeah. one another. Yeah, those teams should play each other every year, but they, they do not. Yeah, they, they do not like each other. <laughs> in anything, they do not play. Well, I was staying when I went to go see my daughter last year for the uh, regional. I had a, a Louisiana Tech hat on because I, I stayed in Monroe because it was a lot less expensive. And I went into a restaurant with a uh, La Tech hat on, and I I had a dude tell me point blank, "What the hell are you doing wearing that hat in here?" Did, like what? Did they spit in your food? <laughs> I, I didn't check, but I probably should have. <laughs> 
But I mean, I mean, this, I mean, and I was just like, I was so taken back. I was like, what? Great. That's a Louisiana tech hat. We're Warhawks around here. I was like, okie dokie. Like my kid just goes there. Okay. Not the president of the university. Lesson yeah, learned, that, though. That, yeah, I mean, that's a good one. But, no, I, I just, you know, I just really wonder what is going to happen with all that because it's going to it's gonna take a significant bite out of budgets. It really is. And so, I don't know. And I really wonder what it's going to do to attendance numbers this year. You know, if gal- you know, five, five bucks a gallon, six bucks a gallon for gas, that's a significant increase. Are people going to be able to afford to go to games as, as often? Those are all really great points. D-Money, I apologize, but we do need to go to break. You br- brought up a lot of good things that we'll uh, we'll touch on when we come back. Hey, you have a good day. And by the way, congratulations on the backyard. Like I said yesterday, you are one hell of a botanist in training. You've done a great job. Thanks, D-Money. We'll see you. Have a great day. Hey, uh, quick note before we go to break. Typically on Tuesdays at 1.30, we catch up with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. He was unable to join us today, but we will be bringing you that visit later this week. I think he's just waiting to see waiting to see if the Mavs win a game of the series before he joins us. That's that's my theory. Thursday at 1.30, we'll hear from Stoltzy. <laughs> Let's hit pause. We'll be back here in a moment on the ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Linux Industries, 125 years strong in the HVAC industry, is hiring salaried professionals in our Stuttgart commercial manufacturing facility. Linux's customer demand is at an all-time high. And to meet that demand, we have several salaried positions open. We currently have multiple openings for engineers, production supervisors, quality engineers, quality management, and purchasing positions. Linux offers the best overall benefits package in the industry and has been operating in Stuttgart since 1974. If you are ready to grow your career with an industry leader in HVAC and join the premier employer in Southeast Arkansas, then visit linuxinternational.com slash careers. That's linuxinternational.com slash careers. Or text MYCOOLJOBS to 97211. Text MYCOOLJOBS to 97211. Linux Industries is an equal opportunity employer. Save money while helping the NEA Baptist Center for good grief now at Gamble Home with an in-store donation to Tugas Project. You can save up to $800 on select mattresses and adjustable base sets or up to 30% off Lazy Boy recliners. Come see Gamble Home at the Farville Curve and browse their huge selection of countless top brands. Or go by and check out the all-new GH Express Uptown on Highland and take anything in the store home with you today. Shop local, save money, and help a great local cause now at Gamble Home in the Farville Curve and the all-new GH Express Uptown. A few years ago, a good friend of ours came by and said that they were going to buy their grandson a new truck for graduation. Richard said he doesn't need all the options, just kind of a base truck. His grandson came by the next day, and he picked out a loaded SLT truck. I didn't say anything. A few days later, Sam was driving a fully loaded SLT. I saw his grandfather a day or two later. He just looked at me and said, Grandma got in on it. Good story. Glenn Sane and God bless our troops. Hi, this is Bob Moore with Moore Air Conditioning. AC issues in the summer interrupt your life in more ways than one. We're here to help. When you need your air conditioning repaired, you need it fast. Get more assurance with the Moore same-day guarantee. We'll send a licensed, trained, and background check technician to your home the same day you call or you don't pay a service fee. That's the Moore Assurance Guarantee. Creating comfort one home at a time. 870-336-2023. You deserve more. Don't sell for less. This summer, let's take care of ourselves and our local businesses. And what better way than a getaway in your own home state? 
book that river trip. Find that cabin with a view. Plan a trip to the lake, a museum, or your favorite state park. Or head off to a local town that you've always wanted to explore. There's more than ever to discover inside our state's borders. Get inspired at Arkansas.com. Seek more in Arkansas. Warning, this event may cause inflated egos, broken lines, and lost lures. But with over 14000 in cash and prizes, you won't want to miss the 32nd Annual Trilex Big Bass Festival, sponsored by Sevier County Chamber of Commerce. May the 28th, Memorial Day weekend, set your alarm for early a.m. and head to either Gillum, Dequeen, or Derrick's Lake. Set your sights and your hook on the $1,500 Big Bass Prize. Call 870-584-3225 or visit www.sevierCountyChamberOfCommerce.org for info and entry forms. This ad paid for with state funds and private regional association funds. Think about your mother, your sister, your girlfriend. One in six women is a victim of sexual assault. Now think about your father, your brother, your best friend. Men are victims too. Rape can happen to anyone. This is Christina Ricci with RAIN, encouraging you to call the National Sexual Assault Hotline to learn how to support someone you love. Call 1-800-656-HOPE or visit RAIN.org. That's R-A-I-N-N dot O-R-G. Brought to you by Rain and this station. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Continuing on along here on the Workday Red Zone. 9303-776, the number to call. In the previous segment, you know, D-Money brought up uh, an interesting point about what's going to happen around college athletics moving forward if we see some prices at the pump this fall like we're seeing right now again right now um it's it's not good but in terms of of college athletics we're about to hit the complete dead part i mean we've got there's there's ncaa regionals and nationals coming up in track and field there's conference tournaments in baseball and softball and then of course the world series and those respective sports but that's that's it and for the most part you know those travel parties are not going to be as big as what you see in the fall I found an article all the way back from from 2008 talking about how different schools were were handling then a situation where rising cost in travel were really doing a number on on the budgets. Uh, One thing that, uh, you know, schools did particularly to handle it was to schedule teams that were a little bit geographically closer. Now, in football, you can't do that. Those schedules are made years and years and years and years in advance. But, for example, in, in... basketball right now they're still putting finishing touches on uh, if you follow a group of five team they're still putting the the finishing touches on that upcoming schedule baseball those games get scheduled for a lot of places fairly close to you know the start of the season so there's still um some changes they can have into those schedules to make things a little bit more geographical but another option would be for schools to significantly reduce their travel parties um in in some cases football especially that is just a massive travel party because you've got the whole team uh you've got a massive amount of staffers but then also more than any other sport you've got you know high profile fans that will travel with football and what you can see moving forward is the universities cutting out some of those opportunities other sports too uh but uh, but we'll see obviously what happens this fall now right now whatever happens this fall is um not helping you because it's expensive to go get a tank of gas right now it's expensive to go get what you need from the grocery store right now but that is why the ticket wants to help you 
at the pump and at the store with our free gas and groceries giveaway. Uh, what we're going to do here, we're going to throw out a code word. I say we're. Brad Bobo is going to throw out a code word today on his show in the 3 o'clock and 5 o'clock hour. And what you do is you'll enter that ticket code word at 953theticket.com for your chance to become an instant finalist. And then it puts you in the running for that free gas and groceries giveaway. Thank you big time to Gamble Home, Hayes Supermarkets, and Food Smart for helping us out with that because I do not know a single person right now who would not like some free gas and groceries. Uh, every single last one of us would. There is absolutely no doubt, no doubt about it. I tell you what, uh, before we dive into a new topic, we do have one more break to take. So we'll do that. We'll come back and wrap up today's Workday Red Zone right after this on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on The Ticket Radio Network. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic outer boxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones, and make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery. All done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. Central Chevrolet Cadillac invites you to stop in and see our vintage Chevrolet on display. Originally owned by Mr. W.R. Bill Weaver. Central's 90th anniversary is this month and we invite you to come celebrate with us. Central Chevrolet Cadillac is open 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday at 3207 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro. Central Chevrolet Cadillac, your home for meet or beat prices for 90 years. You've got a lot of plans on your summer bucket list this year, but yard work doesn't have to be one of them. Call the professionals at J&K Lawn and Tree Service today. You want your yard to be the best looking one on the block, but you also want to enjoy all the summer fun with friends and family. Don't waste your precious time or hire someone whose work is just okay. Call J&K Lawn and Tree Service at 897-1329. That's 897-1329. Don't settle for okay when you can have J&K this summer. Did you know that First National Bank has been serving Eastern Arkansas since 1886? For 135 years, we have been meeting the needs of Eastern Arkansas. It's not only that we know your name, those that have worked before us probably knew your great-grandparents' name. Banking definitely looked different then, but it is the same personal service that we pride ourselves in today. And as most banks have changed hands over time, we are still locally owned and operated. Consistency, stability, and community are what we are built on. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC. At Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway and Paragould and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whenever the project. Gazaway Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood, and helping you is the most important thing we do every day. It's time to get to work for you, do-it-yourselfers. Get your outdoor battery-powered power tools now from brands like Steel, Ego, DeWalt, Milwaukee, and Craftsman. Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro, and Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway and Paragould. 
Gasway Ace is the place you want to go. Go Gasway. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Photo best to the Past six years in a row. Hello, this is Sidney Moncrief, former Razorback and NBA player. I know what it means to be strong defensively. You can help your team win. When it comes to COVID-19, your best defense is a COVID-19 vaccine. Getting the vaccine makes you a true team player, helping protect those people around you, especially those at high risk. So when it's your turn, don't miss your shot. I know I didn't. Sponsored by this station, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, and UAMS. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, welcome back uh, to the Workday Red Zone. It's a home stretch here on a Tuesday. Thanks for hanging out with us. Day went by quickly. Thanks to your calls and comments and tweets. Speaking of tweets, uh, let's check our poll one more time. Before we wrap it up today, as we've been asking you, if you'd be in favor or not of the Sunbelt Conference scrapping divisions. And right now, most of you are in the not uh, category. So basically, uh, 68% of you would like to keep the divisions. 32% of you would like to scrap the divisions. And that's pretty much kind of the direction the poll has been all day. About two-thirds to one-thirds, keeping versus scrapping. But uh, for the two-thirds of you who voted that way, well, you should feel all right at least for a couple years because right now the Sun Belt does not have a plan to get rid of its divisions. Now, I do believe Keith Gill also said in you know, his comments to Chris Vanini of The Athletic that they would continue to monitor and evaluate and this, that, or the other. If if it looks in the future like it's better off for the league financially, exposure-wise, whatever else, to scrap the divisions, then I'm sure the league will do so. Right now, it makes more sense to stay with the status quo. So, that is y'all's answer today for the KavanaughCars.com question. Quick shout out to our friends at KavanaughCars.com. So much you can do there on the website. I think you guys know that. But uh, one thing I do want to mention that you can do on KavanaughCars.com, you could reach out to them about selling your vehicle. Um, If you have a vehicle that you would like to get rid of, well, they buy cars. And you can chat with someone right there online to find out about it. it. It doesn't even have to be a situation where you're trading it in. Like, you don't have to buy a car from Kavanaugh to sell them your car. They they will buy your car. You bring them a car, they're going to give you a check. It's pretty easy peasy. And again, all of that info for you at KavanaughCars.com. Looking ahead to tomorrow again, uh, excited to talk with Coach Destiny Rogers, Arkansas State women's basketball coach, will be joining us at 1230 for our A-State Spotlight, brought to you by our friends at Calmer Solutions, Keith Merritt. Uh, we also anticipate hanging out with him for the first hour of the program, so I think it should be an okay Wednesday slate. It was an okay Tuesday, okay Monday as well. We're two for two this week. 
Just waiting for it to all go dramatically downhill. Any minute now. Also waiting on the music to hit. More like any second now, though, on that instead of any minute now. Any second now. Five seconds? Yeah. Okay. That's a long five seconds. <laughs> we made it, though. Somehow, some way, we survived another two hours today on the Workday Red Zone again. Uh, that was thanks to you calling and commenting on today's program. But, uh, hey, now that uh, we're getting out of here, stay tuned for the setup with Kate and Andrew on the way next. And uh, following that, the drive with Brad Bobo at 3 o'clock. It's 7 tomorrow morning. Have it here with for the front row with Budro. And then stick around for RWRC Radio with JC. We'll be back tomorrow at noon. So for Kate, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Cannot wait to talk to you then. Have a great day.